Um, uh, I'm going to invite another student up to share his story. So uh, if we can just give a warm welcome to Steven. He and I clearly, we, uh, we had a conversation earlier today, and I said, dude, how cool would it be if we matched? And um, Very cool, by the way. <laughs> All right, uh, so hopefully everybody's doing well for midterm week. Um, I know I totally bombed mine yesterday, so <laughs> if, uh, if you're in that boat with me, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so uh, I have seven minutes, so I'm going to try and use it uh, as best as I can. So before I came here... Um, Oh, yes. See, God is keep pour, he keeps pouring out his blessings. I get three more minutes. Look at that. So, um, but I came here uh, with a really uh, blocked off um, view on Christian life. Um, I was really apathetic. I had built this huge uh, prison um, castle around my heart, around my entire being. And uh, it was really due to a couple things that... Now I look back and I kind of kind of feel sorry for myself back then because I was using these things as a scapegoat, as an easy way out, um, because we all know Christian life isn't easy. And if it was easy, then everybody would be Christian, you know? So, okay, is this better? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I went through a huge church split during um, high school, I caused a lot of my friends to move down the street and actually be a part of a church that their family started. And then um, I went to a new church. I was unwelcomed there, um, which is hard to believe because church is supposed to be where everybody is welcome, right? And um, then uh, family friends severed ties just because of um, an unfortunate event where the new pastor of the church that I grew up in for so long got caught um, embezzling so much money. And um, my mom decided not to go anymore. And a couple family friends were actually, um, they looked down upon us. They were like, you know, how could you do, to, do this to the church? How could you leave? You know, we're never going to talk to you again. And this totally shut me off from uh, Christianity because I came to find out, you know, why, why is everything going on around me in church? Why is it all involving politics? Why is it, you know, not around what the true meaning behind church is? Um, and so it really shut me off 100%. And um, I stopped going to church regularly uh, for about three years, ever since I left for college. Um, even growing up in the church, I never thought I would ever stop going to church. I was the pianist of my church. I was the praise leader of my church. You know, like, I was, I was that guy that was, you know, like, everybody knew. And every, like, all the ajimas in the church were like, oh, you know, like, oh, you know. Patting on the back, you know, everybody would come up to me like, oh, Janaso, Suaso, you know, like, and so, you know, I, I was that person, and coming here, um, that's what, that's where I was in my life, um, and I felt really blocked, um, really selfish, um, and so coming here to Emmaus, I got invited out by Matt Coe, and he invited me out to uh, Emmaus's Rush Week. And I put Rush Week in quotations because um, I'm in a fraternity, and I was thinking, Rush Week? Wait a minute. Um, but I ended up coming out, and um, honestly, at first, it was just strictly for fellowship. It was strictly just to get connected um, here, make friends. And um, really, I was almost 
using Emmaus as a way to meet people and start to hang out with people until um, I met some other people to hang out with. And then... (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm telling the truth, okay? Telling the truth. Um, And so um, I started coming out to New Philly's uh, church every Sunday and at that point, again, it was just to be able to tell my mom, you know, like, you know, you know, like I went to church, you know, just so that way I wouldn't lie to my mom. And then um, the retreat came up just as quick as school started. And I really wasn't going to go. And um, if everybody can vouch for that. But um, for some reason, I ended up packing a bag and like running down as soon as it was time to leave. And I really wanted uh, God to show me why he brought me to Korea, why he brought me to uh, the retreat. And I felt really cut off and really blocked for the pretty much the entire time until the very last night. And um, I got really blessed through a prophecy led by uh, both Pastor Myung-Ha and Pastor Aaron. And it really spoke out to me because it was uh, prayers that I had been really beckoning for there. I really wanted to... Um, re-encounter God. I really wanted to rekindle my relationship and figure out really why I was there. But I felt blocked off and um, I started to doubt whether or not God was going to show back up. Um, I kind of felt like um, since I abandoned him, he was just going to leave me behind and kind of be like, you know, you sh- I was there for you and you just kind of left me, you know. And I actually found out that um, through Pastor Aaron's mess, or prophecy and Pastor Manuel's prophecy, he really missed me more than I ever knew. And um, he never forgot about me, that he brought me here and uh, really wanted just to set me back on fire and um, led me through a lot of things and led me to sacrifice so much in my life that wasn't really who I was, but was what I kind of used to fill that void after leaving um, church. And... Um, yeah, so this, the question I was really struggling with was actually something that I really didn't talk to anybody about here. And Pastor Aaron brought it up during a prophecy, which was, is it really worth it? Is um, sacrificing everything, um, really trying to live righteously, walk in the right path, is it worth it? And um, I came to find out, yeah, it's, it's worth it. You know, like you sacrifice and he'll just give to you tenfold, twentyfold. You know, like um, the blessings just don't stop. And... Um, yeah, and ever since then, you know, um, I've really sacrificed so much and, uh, I've even seen such a blessing in, uh, just my prayer life alone. And, um, I, I never pray, you know, I used, I used to never pray at all. It used to be the, you lay down and you're like, you feel kind of convicted. So you kind of like mumble a prayer, but then at the same time you fall asleep. And so, um, Every day, like as soon as I wake up, as soon as I uh, get ready to go to bed, it's just, you know, just like a 30-minute prayer between me and God. And I've really been praying about so many things. And I've seen so many of my prayers been answered and lifted up. Um, Just even within Mass, like the increase that we're seeing and everything. And um, just answering really a lot of my family problems and answering, uh, you know, just my wants in uh, my Christian walk. And, you know, I kind of feel like, I just really wanted a taste, again, of what this life was like. And it's like, you know, kind of looking at the water. You're like, you want to taste it. And so you kind of like bending over and you're like, do do I want to? And I just feel like God, you know, just like kicked me. And I just like, you know, fell into the water. And so like, I'm, so I'm like completely, you know, soaked. And I'm, 
you know, I just, I love it. And, um, yeah. And so two, uh, I have two Bible verses that, um, I kind of felt like related to this. So, um, Psalm 3, 8 says from the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. And Psalm 24, 5, he will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God his Savior. And I really feel like uh, the blessings that have been shown up in my life are not just for me, but it's for everybody in this room. It's for everybody. And so I really encourage all you guys to really take from what has happened to me and really bring it into your lives and really just, um, yeah, just claim what's happened to me because it's definitely for everybody and it's not just for me. So, yeah. Man, if y'all, if y'all saw this boy before the retreat, let me tell you some. God is real, all right? Because <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Steven, Steven, he's, he's awesome.